Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses joining intellect and intuition. Welcome. Today I'd like to focus on a couple of really basic points of the Buddhist teachings, points I keep coming back to again and again because they always seem so relevant, and they can get lost in all the complexities and the subtleties of Buddhist teachings. In particular, I'd like to focus on on knowledge in Buddhism, on learning, on study. Trungpa Rinpoche used the term intellect and intuition, joining intellect and intuition. And that refers to knowledge on the one hand and practice of meditation on the other, and how intertwined and mutually beneficial, important link they have. Simply put, the practice of meditation helps us to overcome the chaos of conflicting emotions and harmful emotions and emotional ruts and patterns that do us no good service. And it's said that learning or study, learning or sharpening the intellect can lead to gentleness And that's very provocative, because in my experience in regular Western education, a lot of learning leads to arrogance and one-upmanship, not necessarily to gentleness. So let's look into that, because they deal with fundamental challenges we have, which are how we think about things and how we relate to our emotional responses to things. Both are real big causes of problems, both individually and on a social level. The idea of learning, in this case, isn't so much acquiring a lot of volumes of information necessarily, but it's the quality of sharpening of the mind and questioning and inquisitiveness of the mind. I think of it as don't believe everything you hear. Don't believe everything you're taught. Don't believe everything you yourself think. Question and examine. According to the Buddhist teachings, to increase knowledge and sharpen your intellect on a mundane, ordinary level, as well as a more supreme or transcendent level, I suppose you could say, you need to first pay attention, study, learn, try to understand, get the facts, so to speak. But then you have to really think about it and struggle with it and work with it. There's a kind of laziness of mind where we get a superficial understanding and then we just settle for that. And we don't really understand, but we have the words and we have the basic structure, but we really haven't questioned what does actually mean, what's being said, what's not being said, and why. I've been thinking about this and its relevance, particularly in the so-called age of information, which in many ways has become the age of disinformation, the growth of conspiracy theories of all kinds, and the tendency all around from all sides not to go to that second step and really think about what you hear, but just immediately respond on the emotional level and feed the beast of rumor and innuendo. I think it's also worth exploring this or thinking about this in terms of gullibility that leads us to be very susceptible to manipulation by people that don't necessarily have the best of intentions. Despots rely on that, that people just go along with what they're told. It's not all that easy always to question what we're told or what we're taught. It can feel pretty threatening. We can succumb to the pressure of just to go along, not think too much, don't rock the boat, just go along. 
Sometimes we just do that even though we know it's not true or helpful or dharmic. Our gullibility and our tendency to not want to rock the boat, to just go along with the dominant narrative, is a dangerous one and a tempting one. It is so much easier than questioning. I think it's important to think of the type of questioning that I'm referring to in the teachings of the Dharma is not what we're used to as a cynical questioning based on hatred and aggression, but a questioning that comes from curiosity and genuine interest. Such questioning is not just pointed at others, but points to ourself as well. And maybe that's where the curious statement that the mark of learning is gentleness comes in. We see our own tendency for sloppy thinking, for being afraid to question, for not being willing to work with what we've learned or what we've studied, what we're taught and what we're told. Instead, we take the easy route and we check out. Sometimes we're told the same story for so long and so often that we don't even realize we can question it. We take it for reality. So if someone asks, is that really true? It's like a light bulb goes off. Huh, I'm not sure if it is. There's kind of a freshness to that. The point isn't to encourage or create more and more self-doubt. It's not that kind of questioning. In fact, this kind of questioning does just the opposite. By working with what we're taught about life altogether and what we've simply assumed to be true, and by working with what we study and learn, by working with the tradition of intellect and intuition of study and meditation practice, by questioning and engaging, we uncover more and more levels of depth and subtlety, and we come to more confidence in our understanding not the shallow confidence of a superficial take, but the confidence that comes by really working with what we're doing, with the teachings of the Buddha and with the practice of meditation. And because we're willing to question our own selves as well as others, this leads to a kind of softness or gentleness as well as a clarity and depth. Thank you for joining me for this Glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.